This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 12th of March. In your Squeeze today, WA votes. Hiccups in our vaccine rollout. Prince William responds to claims of racism in the royal family. And looking inwards. This is your Squeeze today. Starting in the West this morning, Claire, as tomorrow it's the WA election. It's the only state election this year and it's been a bit of a weird one already with opposition leader Zach Kirkup already telling voters he reckons he's going to lose. It's done and dusted as far as Kirkup's concerned and yeah, that's been talked about quite a bit. He did that a couple of weeks ago and of course there's been plenty of questions coming his way about exactly what that means, whether the Liberal Party are really putting up enough of a fight and giving voters enough of a choice. So for those who aren't in WA who are watching this, what are the theories behind the the pretty insane popularity of current Premier Mark McGowan? And when you say insane popularity, he's got an 88% approval rating. So that really is stratospheric. Uh, What some of the theories really focus on is McGowan's handling of the coronavirus crisis. WA has pretty much had a hard border in place for a lot of the time since that pandemic was declared. Uh, But what has happened within Western Australia is that the mining sector is booming and Western Australia was the only state to record a surplus budget last year. So financially, they're really powering along and what voters seem to have done is align that hard border closure, uh, keeping COVID out of WA and the good financial performance. The last news poll, noting we're always wary of polls, predicts a 12.5% swing in the government's favour. If that happens tomorrow, Claire, the Liberals will be reduced to just two seats. Fairly bruising. Both McGowan and Kirkup say that they don't think that's going to happen. They think that poll was wrong. We'll wait and see, I guess. But certainly what Kirkup has been campaigning on is the position for WA electors to say you don't want to give total power to the Labor Party. That's not good for anyone. There's also, of course, the National Party. They're not in a formal coalition with the Liberals in Western Australia, but Kirkup has said that he would be open to that. I guess we'll wait and see. Stand by for the result on Monday. A few headlines yesterday, Claire, suggesting we're having trouble with our vaccine supply. The hope was that everyone would be vaccinated by October. But Health Department Secretary Professor Brendan Murphy said yesterday that's unlikely and that some people might have only had their first dose by then. He wasn't too fussed about that change, but others have been quick to point out the implications. Yeah, look, there's a couple of things going on with the delay in the vaccine from Europe. Uh, That's seen some of the distribution held up. Uh, Also working out what's happening with those who are administering the shots like doctors and other health workers. But the point is what it could mean, the delay of having the program done and dusted by October compared to having it done and dusted by early next year. It could have ramifications for reopening our international border could have other issues for our economy and workers getting back to work. So we'll just have to wait and see. 
Yeah, it's definitely that economic issue. Whilst we're on the COVID recovery, particularly on the economic front, we mentioned yesterday the government announced a $1.2 billion package to get us travelling. What it does, Claire, is pick destinations around the country that if you decide to holiday there from interstate, we'll see you be given half price plane fares. There's a few asterisks to that, but that's basically it. The plan, though, has copped a fair share of criticism. Yeah, check your terms and conditions, that's for sure. Yeah, a couple of things popped up yesterday. Of course, tourism operators and destinations not on the list were really up in arms. Also, it's kicked off a new front in the state against state fight. For example, New South Wales argued that Queensland should get less support given their attitude to border closures over the last 12 months. On the other hand, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk says the support doesn't go far enough. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will meet virtually with US President Joe Biden and the leaders of India and Japan tomorrow, Claire. We call that the Quad. It's a strong name, isn't it? It's the Quad Squad. They're getting together. Um, Yeah, they've got lots to talk about. That group has been a strategic alliance since 2007, but the leaders of those countries haven't got together under that umbrella before. Uh, What they're going to be talking about, of course, is China. It's an issue for all four countries. It seems to be the thing that's actually brought these leaders together. Not that they'll publicly talk about that much because they don't want to enrage China further and try and play cool on that. Uh, Also talking about the rollout of the COVID vaccine, which we've just mentioned. Uh, India is doing quite a bit on that front. Uh, Economic cooperation, of course, with our economy struggling and climate change are also up for discussion. Yeah, hot tip. The phrase vaccine diplomacy will be thrown around a fair bit in the next little while, I'd say. That's when countries give other countries vaccines in order to help with international relations. Over in the United States, President Joe Biden scored his first major victory in office after the House of Representatives, Claire, gave final approval to a $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill. It's a whopper. It is a whopper. It's going to be probably the first of many measures that Biden will need to bring down as they continue to counter the health and the economic effects of COVID. What the measure will do is give $400 billion uh, in direct relief payments to most Americans. Some of those checks will be up to $1,400. Very different story in Brazil. They exceeded 2,000 COVID-19 deaths in a single day for the first time yesterday. Infection rates there have soared in recent months to see it claim the second highest death toll in the world behind the United States. A sciencey one now, Claire, and if you could turn your attention inward to the inner core of the Earth, experts have always thought the Earth has four main layers, the crust, the mantle, the outer core and the inner core, and I'm back in geography <laughs> in high school. They've suspected for a while there might be another layer, an inner inner core. They've never been able to be sure, but now an Aussie researcher reckons she's cracked the code. Yep, Joanne Stevenson from the ANU has done a lot of work on the core. I need to do a bit of work on my core in that post-COVID <laughs> year, but she's actually doing it in a real way. Uh, what she has found, it's really important apparently to get to the heart of what is going on in the centre of our Earth because it has to do with the relationship with the Earth's magnetic field and what that does is basically protect our planet from the sun uh, and allows life to exist here. So it's all pretty important. 
thinking about what's under our feet and layers and layers down is a bit of a mind to walk for a Friday morning. Uh, and the idea that she's actually done that work using computers and algorithms, mm. like you can't send a probe down there, so you can't actually go and have a look. So it's really, really hard work. Yeah, it's amazing. Before we get to squeeze the day, we started the week with that Meghan and Harry interview. We've since had the response from Buckingham Palace saying the issues raised would be dealt with by the family privately. And now Prince William has spoken, albeit very briefly, Claire, about the claims of racism made by the couple. He was visiting a school. He had those questions shouted at him by a reporter. Uh, all of this week, the other members of the family who have been out and about just walked on by. But what William said uh, was that we are very much not a racist family. Uh, he also said that he hasn't spoken to his brother, but he will. By all accounts, William and Harry haven't been very close for the last three years. Harry says that they need some space. Squeeze the day for me today is the Melbourne Food and Wine Festival, Claire. It kicks off today until the 19th of March and Melburnians have waited a long time for events. So to have them start happening again is worthy of a mention, I reckon. I remember going to that about 20 years ago and I reckon I ate my body weight in cheese. It was really exciting. <laughs> um. Well, that's a good read. There you go. I mean, they're not paying us to say this, but you should definitely go. <laughs> Absolutely. I, it sticks out as a highlight in my life for me. <laughs> um, for me, it is the anniversary of Paul Keating's win of the uh, one for the true believers back in 1993. 1993. So what's that? I'm trying to do my maths. (laughs) Almost 30 years ago. Almost 30 years ago. Thanks for tuning in to the Squeeze Today podcast across the week. Don't forget, every Friday we release a 10-question quiz. It's up on our website. It'll test your news knowledge. It's a little bit of fun for a Friday. A link to that is in your episode notes. That's all from us and we'll be back on Monday. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.